Welcome to, to the, the HUD. HUD. I'm Lomi Blum. And I'm Jaden Hires. The HUD is a student-run podcast run by the Hudsonian newspaper. Our news is your news. Okay. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. So good. I thought you would be the perfect person to introduce this week's episode of the HUD. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. Well, this week on the HUD, we are talking about the gender spectrum at Hudson Valley. And this episode idea came to me based off of like an interaction I was able to witness in one of my classes where a student ended a response to a question with, and I go by they them pronouns, by the way. And I was just like, oh, wow, look at that. That's... (laughs) that's pretty cool like those are the sorts of things that you witness and you kind of feel validated just because someone else is so confident about their identity I was like oh wow well look at that so uh watching another non-binary student on campus express their identity so openly and uh sort of for lack of a better word enforce let's say they're, they're like pronouns and, and, you know, expect that sort of respect from people around them. I was like, this, that's something to look into for sure. I think that that's a conversation that would be valuable for the HUD. So as, you know, returning guest host, I thought <laughs> I'd bring it up to Lomi. How'd you feel about that? Yeah, when you approached me with this idea, it was like a light bulb just went off in my head. Because it was just like, Last year, I was the news editor for the Hudsonian, and um, me and a coworker had an idea to do um, an article about uh, sexuality and gender on campus. And it just never really came through because um, our schedules didn't work, and we and I couldn't get in contact with anyone because it was all over Zoom, and I couldn't find anyone's emails or et cetera, et cetera. And right. so it was like oh my god someone else wants to actually do this and I thought it was just like such a brilliant idea because it helps explain concepts that might not be understood and it gives a good introduction into um learning people's pronouns asking for pronouns and um basically talking about your own pronouns casually in discussion exactly And I think that's getting mainstreamed and it's really important. Yeah. And beyond like just the pronoun discussion about gender expression in general and sort of separating that away from the way that someone might look Mm -hmm. is might not be the way that they identify. We we also talk about that. Um, And to get a personal view of you know non-binary identities or at least like the gender spectrum at Hudson Valley as we like to say uh, we talked to a couple of students Felicity and Sophie who uh, identify as non-binary and are enrolled at Hudson Valley <laughs> and uh, it was all it was a good conversation I think it was it was very valuable okay. <laughs> And may I add important? To, yes, and exactly. To good adjectives to describe this conversation and episode. 
we were doing some discourse. I mean, now you'll hear the discourse. <laughs> The HUD will be right back after this short break. Now we are recording. Okay, first, can we introduce our two students? Can I get your names and pronouns? I'm Sophie, I use she, they. I'm Felicity, I use he, they. Awesome, awesome. And First, could you give us your perspective on gender as a whole, as something that like everybody experiences? What do you define gender as? I think gender is something that's important to everybody because it's how we express ourselves on a day-to-day -day basis. But most importantly, I want to go over that, like the way you physically portray yourself doesn't have anything to do with your gender, but it can definitely help you feel more like yourself and be happier day-to-day. Okay. And if you're comfortable talking about your own gender identity, like what would you identify as and, and maybe how would you describe it yourself? Well, for me personally, I identify as non-binary. And what that means to me is just, I basically feel like I don't just fit in this one tiny box. You know, I feel like I sometimes want to step outside my box, sometimes I want to stay inside, sometimes I want to find a new box, you know? So it's like, to me, I just don't associate gender with like myself. It's like, it's more like I'm genderless, if that makes sense. It does, it definitely does make sense. I mean, when we talk about the word non-binary, it's a refusal of a binary choice. So you have male, female, or girl, boy, one and two, that's a binary. Mm -hmm. So being non-binary is this sort of gender umbrella term for anything that's, again, refusing that one or two choice. Felicity, do you have anything to say? Um, I personally love the definition non-binary because I feel like if you ask anyone who's non-binary what it feels like to be non-binary everyone's going to give you like a different response you're never going to get the same answer from a non-binary person it's just a term that is just so personal to every non-binary person like i i don't know it's just a it's such a an encapsulating yeah. yeah so amazing i love it <laughs> and is there a certain way you feel like you have to express your non-binaryism or no, I think that's like what's so great about being non-binary is that there are just there are just no rules. Like you can, it's literally just whatever you feel is most comfortable to yourself and whatever makes you happiest. And if that's just being non-binary, then you know. Absolutely, I I think that people uh, generally uh, maybe mainstream there's scare quotes there <laughs> for the audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> but like to like to see non-binary acceptance as a sort of third gender option when if you really do accept the non-binary identity it's an acceptance of so many different identities mm -hmm. for me personally when exploring my gender and I realize that um I go by she they pronouns by the way when I um kind of figure out that I might be non-binary, it was kind of hard for me because I felt like it needed to be something that I needed to express a certain way of how I dress and whatever. And then I was based, and then when I realized, oh my God, I don't really have to do any of that. 
it was just like this whole like different like it was feel, felt like being unchained from from the gender binary Absolutely. yeah my experience was actually really similar because when i first you know finally clicked with the whole non-binary thing it felt like oh i need to present like an alien like i feel like i need to like i'm <laughs> passing if people look at me and they gotta go is that a boy or a girl like <laughs> what is that you know but really like i i feel happiest looking more feminine more than usual but i've had to kind of like i guess like i don't know it's just been this journey of like trying to accept that i can look however i want whatever it doesn't matter and it's still like i'm still non-binary no matter how much makeup or if i want to wear high heels or a dress like it you know i'm still non-binary yeah yeah absolutely i just feel like the whole non-binary being portrayed in media it's so like people feel like you have to like conform to androgyny or anything and like you don't being non-binary is being you like doing whatever you feel like doing whatever you want and i love that more people like especially everyone in this room just is so accepting of that that you don't have to do anything to be non-binary just be non-binary <laughs> and when you go into class and you and do you when you do you introduce yourself with your pronouns do you tell the professor your pronouns when they address you or um, well, personally, I haven't really had that happen to me. I am in human sexuality, and my teacher, when we were on the first day of school, did ask every, everybody's preferred pronouns. So far, that has been the only professor that I've had any experience with that, like, with that. But I, I mean, I haven't really reached out to any of my teachers to tell them my preferred pronouns, but that's just more of a me thing, because I'm not super duper out like that. So, but other than that, I mean, like, I would... I'm not scared to like tell them. It's just more so for my own comfortability. Yeah. Um I've identified as non-binary since like 2016 and the most people who know about my identity and my preferred pronouns are just friends. I no, I really don't let people know. I just feel like they don't they don't need to know, you know? I'm fine being gendered how I mean pronoun however people want to use their pronouns with me, but yeah, I like all pronouns, so I don't really care. Yeah. I went to a very um, progressive <laughs> liberal school in New York City, and the first thing on the first day of school, they would make everyone sit down and say their pronouns. And coming here, it's a much different experience because yeah. I used to think, oh, I just assumed that's what you're supposed to do, and that's like the right thing to do. And mm -hmm. now coming here, you really have to become an upstander for what your pronouns might be, whether it's with professors or students. And if you even don't really care, mm -hmm. it's definitely a very different kind yeah, of kind experience of like advocate for yourself whereas like other schools not so much like like the progressive school you went to they're you know more progressive <laughs> say, you know yeah i got i got a first hand i don't know I, I got to bear witness to some of that like advocating for yourself i was in intro to graphic design and there was a student who on the first day was like answering a question about a shape or something like that and then just ended their their response with oh yeah and I go by they them pronouns by the way and then the teacher was like oh what he was like really taken aback and had no idea like what they were even talking about like they were just he was like what and he was like yeah I'll talk to you about it after class and I was just like oh my god well goddamn <laughs> like like I was like if only like I, was, I felt so like Oof, that's just that that exertion of authority that like power that was just thrown right there just like very casually being like yeah I'll talk to you about it you know and I'll take care of it and I'm like man I go by they them too I'm not gonna do that shit <laughs> um yeah I don't know I, I think it's a really interesting 
noticing which teachers will reach out to you about something like that and in the normal situation you having to bring that up yourself I had to fill out a survey for my English class and the first answer the first like question was um your teacher's preferred pronouns are she and her what are yours and I was like they them but thank you so much for asking <laughs> I was like that's really nice so yeah it's, it's interesting who gives you that choice and like yeah I think it says a lot for the teacher, honestly, if, if whether or not they ask your pronouns or not. Not saying that every teacher's bad if they don't or anything like that, but it's like, as a teacher, I feel like it is part of your responsibility to make your students feel as comfortable as they can in their learning environment. And a really easy step to do that is just asking pronouns, because this day and age, you've, you don't know. Like, I feel like 2021, we see a lot more normalization or with like, other genders and trans students and things like that, that it's honestly, the farther we go into the year, I think we really need to start normalizing the pronouns and stuff like that. And if you could give advice to students or teachers who want to learn how to normalize asking for pronouns, what do you think would be the best way? I mean, the best way is just when you're meeting new people on campus, like a peer or whatever, it, it never hurts to ask their pronouns. Like, there's like, what what is the worst case scenario that can come out of that? Like, oh, I prefer not to say. Like, okay, like it's definitely like one of those things that you have to train yourselves to do. Like, to realize that not everyone is using the pronouns that they look like they use. Like, it's one of those things you have to constantly tell yourself. Like, oh, I'm meeting a new person for the first time. I should ask them what their pronouns are. It's just one of those things that you need to continuously do to get into the flow of yeah. understanding it. It's, it seems like combining both of those things, it's like a two-step process. One, separating your perception of gender from the way that people look. And two, just regularly asking people their pronouns. I, when I meet new people, I do that. And it's wild how many people will look at you and just be like, oh, well, no, one's, no one's asking me that. Or like, oh, I'm not usually asked that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'd like to know. <laughs> it's just, and I think it's something that people should find a part of that introduction process or, or getting to new and new, know a new person absolutely it should yeah. be as normal as asking someone like how their day was or what what's your name is. yeah exactly because i think it also helps taking away the stigma of like assuming a person's gender by the way they look because i think we need to kind of start realizing that presentation physical presentation doesn't always correlate with gender all the time so if you guys are comfortable, um, can I ask, are you out to your families? I actually just recently came out to my family, like, I want to say, like, maybe three months ago, and they were accepting, thank God, and very <laughs> appreciative of that. Um, it's definitely hard for them because it's like, you know, they grow up raising a child in their perspective, and, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's been hard, but... Um, yeah, I came out to them recently, but only like my, the family that I live with. Uh, I'm not out to like nuclear family. And what about you? Um, I'm personally, I'm not out to my family. I feel like the whole process of coming out mm. is something I don't want to apply to myself. Like I'm bisexual. My family knows, but I've never, I can't pinpoint a moment where I've sat down and told them, hey, I like girls too, you know? And I've never done that with my gender. I feel like it's something so personal to me, my family doesn't need to know like mm -hmm. no one needs to know unless I want them to know um, 
I think when you're saying that, I think of the scene. This is a really stupid movie, but lo- um, of the scene in Love Simon, where they're, <laughs> where he's basically talking about like why don't straight people have to come out? Exactly. Yeah, I think it that is like an interesting thing that we could probably start also normalizing is the fact that you don't have to come out. Like, it's just it's so often talked about that I feel like kids who are LGBTQ plus always feel the need to like oh I gotta tell my parents or like I have to come out or like you need to make this elaborate plan on how to come out whether you want to like because I remember as a kid when I um discovered I was I was bisexual I literally um wrote down on note cards and like where it was just like I, mother I need to tell you something and I'm just like pulling Very apart like, actually yeah like um and I was like it was like a video I recorded of myself because I didn't know how to talk to her face to face about it so I recorded me pulling these note cards that essentially just revealed that I was bisexual <laughs> and I'm just like realizing it now I was like it would have been so much easier if I just sat down and told her like hey I'm bisexual because she was accepting of it so it was like I did all that extra work for nothing but I think kids you know, shouldn't feel pressured to come out because mm-hmm. you honestly don't have to. Like, like it is whatever that makes you happiest. And if you are, if you feel more safe, secure, happy, whatever it is, not coming out, then own that. You know, it's fine. I think when I actually first met Socks, they were you were struggling with mm-hmm. uh, coming out to your parents, and I just said to him, "It's like, who cares? Why do you need to come out? Yeah. You don't need to come out." So that I think that was kind of helpful to hear. <laughs> yeah. Even though I still came out to them, I definitely was like, "Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to." Um, yeah. So I think for me it was like very interesting because even though you know, my parents are, like, left-leaning, whatever, and then, like, I went to a very progressive school. I still had a lot of fear about coming out and um, embracing my sexuality. I identify as a lesbian. I hate that word, but I identify (laughs) as a lesbian. Um, And it it was just really hard, and I think that the first step is to always find your own comfort within it before you maybe tell other people. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like you shouldn't feel a need that you have to come out to everybody like to your school like you know you don't have to every time you shake someone's hand hi I'm Sophie I'm gonna use she they any pronouns I'm bisexual blah 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 you know like (laughs) it it can be as personal as you want it it's fine you know yeah personally with the coming out and all of that jazz I don't see the need to come out as non-binary in in any to anybody I talked about it with my mom just because we're really close and I, I was when I was like figuring things out she, she was somebody I just bounce things off of but in general I have that feeling that Felicity mentioned already about like one loving not being non-binary but two being non-binary by just being myself mm-hmm. and I'm definitely one of those people who is more androgynous and expresses that through androgyny and that's been me for my entire life. I've like always been referred to by all pronouns because no people couldn't tell when I was the younger tomboy. or exactly <laughs> any of that. And I've always really loved that. I've always really liked that part about myself and the fact that even my attitude from my attitude to my name to the way that I present, it can be seen as whatever I want it to be seen as. So I see no need to tell people what I am or what I identify as because it all comes back to me really identifying as being myself. Well, I want to say thank you yes. for letting us interview you. This of course. Nice. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> Sorry I've had to reach over you. With, like, the mic. <laughs> no, all right, cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.